And now, live, it's time. Which team, by colors alone, is identifiable around the world? It's time for the JT the Brick Show. Which team, by slogan, commitment to excellence? On Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Just win, baby. All those things are the Raiders. Here's your host, JT the Brick. Of Defense Day. I am thrilled to bring you this radio show ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday night, Sunday night football as we open it up on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM brought to you by Golden Entertainment. As you know, they have 65 taverns here throughout the valley on top of owning the Strat where the Strat has the residency with Sammy Hagar, which is a monster success. Everybody who goes to Arizona Charlie's to watch football, go to dinner, gaming, all of that. We are fueled by PTs, the best happy hour in town, 5 to 7, midnight to 2. I'll be at 1 this weekend. I go to the SG bar right up the street from my house, right at the intersection of the 215 and Flamingo. If you haven't been there, the menu's fantastic. The service is great, and hope to see you out there. Here's what we got. Bill Romanowski in five minutes. Romo Cop. want to bring him in here because I believe he hates the Chiefs more than anybody. So that's how I want to start off the show. Bottom of the hour, one of the great Raider linebackers of all time, Phil Villapiano. We all know Phil. We all love Phil, one of the great characters in NFL history. He was at the game at MetLife representing the Raiders, and the Raiders lost again. He will have an edge to him because he's upset about that loss. And then at the top of the next hour, Eric Allen, my partner on the pre- and post-game show, and we have him on the radio once or twice a year. This is it with the analysis of how to defend Patrick Mahomes. So that's where we're going. And we're going to take your calls at 702-365-9200. And all I'm looking for for the next two shows, Thursday and Friday, is your prediction of the game. How it plays out, I know all Raider fans are going to say the Raiders are going to win the game. I agree with you. I like the Raiders in this game. I don't get paid to predict the score or the outcomes of this game, but I'm all in. I mean, the Raiders have to win this game. It's Kansas City at home. It's not Kansas City on the road. It's at home. Sunday night football. You really have to put a bullseye on this game. You have got to have this team show up. This team has to play a very good game, if not great game, to win. Their greatest game last year was against Kansas City at Arrowhead. And they had good games last year, and they were a borderline playoff team. And they shouldn't have been 8-8. Eight eight. They should have won 10 games. We know that. There's been a lot of changes since. There's been a lot of heartbreak since. A lot's happened. But this is home turf at Allegiant Stadium. And this is the first time the Kansas City fans are coming here to see a game. And they're coming. And they're coming for the right reasons. We are, we are Vegas. And we have an unbelievable platform that the world's going to see. I believe this is the most important game ever played in the history of Las Vegas for football. It's the most important football game ever played in the history of Las Vegas, period. No debate. No fans last year. Drew Brees came to town, got beat. Tom Brady and Josh Allen came to town and won. So did Phillip Rivers. It was the year of the quarterback last year. The best quarterback I saw was Justin Herbert, and I always say that. And last year, the Raiders had an up-and-down season at home. They were 2-6, and but no one was there to see it. They opened up this year against Baltimore, and beat Baltimore on Monday Night Football. Then they beat Pittsburgh. So with all of that, 
All of that combined. This is the game. Come see me at the torch on the pregame show and get your ass in that building ready to go. Okay? Get in that building. Get to your tailgate an hour early. Get in the building an hour early. Get your clear app. Get everything right. Wear black. Wear black. And go in there and represent this city and this organization. That has been through a lot. And there's a lot of drama coming into this game. We are all thinking of Tina Tintor who lost her life due to the fatality car accident with Henry Ruggs III. We all have gone through this. And we're thinking of that family. I've started off every radio show saying her name since her passing once we got it. And that's where we're at. Have to go in there now to win a football game. And the level of energy has got to be better than ever. Like where I saw the Rolling Stones last Saturday night. The level of intensity. It's a rock concert. You better believe you can compare a rock concert. Rock concerts sometimes are bigger than football games. But this can't be the case here. We have to treat this as the most important, arguable sporting event because it's football, which is a lot bigger than hockey. And I love the Golden Knights, and they went to the Stanley Cup final. But this is the NFL and Sunday night football. And a rival is coming in, and the Raiders truly have to take control of this and get the win. And the fans can help. They really can help. As I said last year, and I said it multiple times, Last year, if the Raiders had 60,000 fans in there when Mahomes went the length of the field to win, it could have been a difference in that game on a third down. This year, the Raiders are lined up much better, led by Gus Bradley. They have their eyes on the ball better. They're lined up correctly. That's why I'm bringing in today Eric Allen, Phil Villapiano, and this guy, one of the all-time greats. Contributor to five Super Bowl teams. He's won four Super Bowls. One of the best big play linebackers to ever play. Bill Romanowski. And Romo, is it fair to say that you hate the Chiefs more than any team you ever competed against? Is that fair to say? That is fair to say. <laughs> I hated him as a Bronco. I hated him as a Raider. And I love beating their butts all over the field. That is great. Romo, what was it about that? Because you go back, Marty Schottenheimer, Gunther Cunningham, you played for Al Davis, you played for the Broncos. I got to give the Chiefs a little bit of credit. They call it Raider Week. They've done that from day one. They've always wanted to beat the Raiders going back to Bobby Bell, Len Dawson, and all those great teams. Tell me about this rivalry. You want to know what it is? To have a rivalry, JT, you got to be good. You got to have good football teams year after year. And you got to give it to the Chiefs. They had a lot of great football teams and a lot of great coaches and a lot of great players. And, you know, the uh, Raiders, Broncos, same thing. So because you had two good teams going up against each other, it created that rivalry twice a year that it was going to be a battle. You knew when you were playing the Chiefs, you better button your chin strap, tighten your pads, and get ready to rock some people. Bill Romanowski joins us. So, Romo, let's go to this game. Really disappointing loss coming off the events of the car accident, Henry Ruggs III, the loss of Tina Tintor and what happened. And everybody's questioning the Raiders. 
I'm sure they're doing it with you. How does the team get up? How does the team do this? It was a tragedy. They played a game. They didn't play well at MetLife Stadium, but now they have to put that loss behind them. And everything you've seen over the last couple of weeks, what is your message to this team to play a division rival, regain first place? Romo, it seems like everything's on the line Sunday night. It is. And kind of here's my, you know, my mindset is if I'm the head coach, I would sit Derek Carr down and I would say, Derek, it's your time to address the team. And this is your team. Hey, a few weeks ago, it was John Gruden's team. This is now Derek Carr's team. And I need you to step up your game and get ready to play the game of your life. And I need you to address this team and tell them the same. Tell them they need to be pros. Let's get excited. Let's go out and dominate this football team because they are beatable. Hey, in the past couple of years, uh, they, they've been damn good. Well, they're down a little bit right now, and they're very beatable. And we got to go out and show that we are the best team in the, NFC, uh, the AFC West. And you just do that by going out and playing great football. I call it Raider football. Go out and play Raider football, have fun, and just beat their butts all over the field and make it physical. Make it mean something every time you deliver a blow. Bill Romanowski, the legend, joins us on Raider Nation Radio. Romo, the big change, and we've talked about it when I've seen you this year, is they're lined up better with Gus Bradley. You have to have discipline with your eyes on the back end because Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, when the pocket breaks down and you're running to get Mahomes, those receivers take off and they stop their route and they come back to the ball and it's caused confusion for this league ever since Mahomes has arrived. You know that Gus doesn't blitz. They blitz the least amount. So tell me how important these edge rushers are and how the linebackers need to be physical on Kelsey because Kelsey's killed the Raiders throughout his career. He's going to get a gold jacket for what he's done against the Oakland Raiders and the Las Vegas Raiders. they got to slow down that super tight end. Yeah, and you know it all starts up front, JT. You've got to be very disciplined in your pass rush. And when you're rushing the passer, you need to keep your lanes. Because if you go inside or do something when you have a guy like Mahomes, he's going to get out of the pocket. And he, you know, he in a lot of ways is a lot like Favre when Favre got out of the pocket. Yes. Favre was actually a better quarterback when you got him out of the pocket. And I remember playing Brett Favre. We would always go into the game saying, keep him in the pocket and we will beat them. Well, you know, make make this ball club have to run the football mm-hmm. to keep you honest on defense. And if you can if you can make them do that, then I think you have what you have the game plan 
and the discipline to get it right because make them run the football and just limit the big plays. And if you can do that and get good pass rush and good coverage, watch uh, Mahomes' eyes. It's not easy. This is a really, really tough uh, quarterback to go up against, but it's going to take 11 guys on every play to get the job done. Wrapping it up with Bill Romanowski, founder of Nutrition 53, one of the great football players to ever play in this league. So we see what's happening here. It could be a shootout. They've been struggling Kansas City as of late, but I expect him to show up with this offense. This offense is really good. Romo, last thing, because I want everybody to hear this. This is a brand-new stadium. They've never played in front of Raider fans at Allegiant Stadium. What is that experience like coming out of a locker room? All the different ones you played in your career. When you knew a game was on the line, you played in so many Super Bowls, playoff games, but also really important make-or-break regular season games. What was your role in all your franchises when you knew it were, you were 5-3, and 6-4, and 7-5, and five, division game? You had to win it if you were going to have any shot at the postseason. You know, I... I Excuse me. I, I think the game that you know stands out when you say what you're what, what you brought up, the question you brought up is when we were four and four back in 2002, and we went to Denver on Monday night. And I knew, you know, from my standpoint, I knew what I had to do within our defense, but I had to take it a step further. I really did. I knocked Shannon Sharp out of the game. I knocked Clinton Portis out of the game. I made it personal. And I did not only my job, but I stepped it up. I stepped up that intensity to a standpoint where I was like a crazed dog out on that field, and I was ready to do damage. I want to see 11 guys on every single play on defense delivering blows, being physical. I want to see our offense executing. I want to see Derek Carr play the game of his life. And I I want to, you know, I I want as a team this to be a team victory where when they finished the game, they were like, we left it out on the field. We got the job done. We are now – you know, in control of our own destiny in the AFC West. Romo, I didn't congratulate you. I haven't seen you since getting into the BC Hall of Fame. Another great individual accomplishment with your teammates and coaches. Tell me about that. How was that experience? Well, it was actually the Cotton Bowl Hall of Fame. Cotton Bowl Hall of Fame, right. uh, Yeah, Cotton Bowl Hall of Fame from my freshman year at Boston College. I was one of the only freshmen to ever – you know, win that award. Hey, it was one of those things where when you dream it and you think it and you work on it every single day going up into that, getting ready for that game, I made it happen. And I made it happen because I had a lot of great teammates, a lot of great coaches. You know, Doug Flutie was our leader who was amazing. And when, when you have a lot of great players and you're able to fly around and make plays, you know, our hats off to our defensive line, guys like Mike Ruth, 
you know, that kept blockers, you know, off of me where I could fly around. And, you know, and that was back when you played on New Year's Day. The Cotton Bowl was on New Year's Day. It was against Houston. And I was just flying all over the field, hitting people, having fun, and helping our team win. That's what you did. Nutrition 53, get it in your life. Get Bill Romanowski into your life. Romo, I'll see you soon. Thanks for leading us off. We needed you today to set the tone. Thank you. You got it. Take care, JT. Bill Romanowski, how good is that? I mean, Bill Romanowski into Phil Villapiano. Can someone get me a Modelo, please? I have my bucket of Modellos tomorrow, but I got a big event I'm emceeing. Maybe I need to have a Modelo before these two guys, Romo and Villapiano, Eric Allen next hour as we get going. You know, the physical play, you know, Romo's a guy who's going to build up. I want to have Romo on for his energy and, you know, all the game, big games he played in. This has got to be physically the Raiders' best game of the year. But on top of that, they can't get into taunting issues. There can't be penalties. Remember taunting, right? Taunting is something that the league is looking at now. And I interviewed Coach Passaccia today. I was just over at the facility for our television interview for the Silver and Black show coming up. And I just want to mention referees, penalties, got to play a clean game here. Have to. Can't be holding, can't get defensive holding, got to be right, can't hit a guy when he's out of bounds, can't give Mahomes an extra possession. On top of that, you know, you can't, you have to win the field position battle. We'll play the interview tomorrow, but that was a big thing that Coach Passaccia wanted to talk about. Uh, Kansas City, they got high honors in their last game on special teams. And when you look at the Raiders here, special teams are going to be critical. We got to see a great game from Carlson. I think Carlson's got to make at least three over 40 yards. If if they stall out, if they stall out at the 30-yard line, you, you got to put up the points in a game like this because Kansas City's been playing low-scoring games. Typically, I'd say, look, you got to get points. You got to score touchdowns. You're not going to score a touchdown if it's third and eight. If it's third and eight and you're at the Kansas City third and two and you don't convert, you got to put up the three. Carlson's got to make three long field goals. And Cole's got to kick the ball out of bounds. Kick it out of bounds. Do not give Kansas City an opportunity to take one back. All right? Put it high in the air. Put it inside the 10. Get it out of bounds and make Mahomes go the length of the field. Do you agree with me on that? 702-365-9200. As we want to hear from you on the key to the game, the final score, whatever you got. We are really loaded up today with just defenders. I wanted the defense to show up today because tomorrow we have the greatest winner in Raider history, Jim Plunkett, when it comes to a two-time Super Bowl champ and a Super Bowl MVP, what he was able to accomplish. So he's going to come in on the offensive side of the ball. So that's where we are as we are brought to you by BillsHappen.com. Look, if you're in a bind, you need some money and you need it quickly. My buddies who run BillsHappen.com will take care of you. Check out the site. Check out the number. You'll get set up. And they're legit, legit Raider fans here in town, BillsHappen.com. And we'll help you out here in the short term or long term, BillsHappen.com. Also, I'm excited to just get into what's going to happen this week and what I can tell you, and I can't tell you everything, but there are gold jackets in town. Marcus Allen's got a signing at Field of Dreams. Marcus is here. Charles Woodson is getting his Pro Football Hall of Fame ring on the 50-yard line at halftime. How big is that? 
And there's a lot of surprises around the Raiders who are in town this weekend. Raider Nation, get your head on a swivel. Get to the tailgates. Get to the parties on Friday and Saturday night. Start early on Sunday. This is a big moment in Vegas history for sports. Also, uh, two, two things I want to talk about quickly here as I wrap up the monologue. Uh, first off, Scotty Medlock uh, passed away. Scotty Medlock is a great friend to the Raider Nation. Scotty is the artist, the legendary artist, who did all the PGA paintings for Jack Nicklaus, Tiger Woods, Arnold Palmer. You saw him on the 18th hole of Pebble Beach with his paintbrush. Jim Nance was best friends with him, great friends. And no one that I know is tighter with the Bolitnikovs. Angela and Fred Bolitnikoff and everybody who knows Scotty Medlock, including Robbie Krieger, the great guitar player of the Doors. Scotty and Robbie had one of the greatest golf tournament and fundraisers that I've ever seen. And it was a big deal for Raider fans and especially a lot of Raider dignitaries. We just found out that he passed away. And uh, I'm hurting hard. This was a good friend of mine who I've been to many events with, especially all the great Bolitnikoff events. And uh, I have a very, very heavy heart today. Very heavy heart, as we're all talking about that today and on his Facebook page. So I wanted to talk about that very quickly and get that going. And then for the rest of us, it's been, it's been a difficult couple of weeks here. We all get a chance to be a family and go back into Allegiant Stadium. Let's take advantage of that and go big and have a great time. Wear black, celebrate. I've been talking to the black hole. They are all over this game, all over this game. The parking lot is going to be fantastic. There's a lot of Chief fans coming to the town and coming to the game. There'll be many more Raider fans, but this is a game that the Raiders have to win. So I'm asking for your A game the rest of the week because I'm delivering my A game, and I got two more great guests and legends coming up. Phil Villapiano at the bottom of the hour, Eric Allen, will join us next hour. Passionate Raider, let me get you up. You're up next. What's happening? Let's go. What's up, JT? Man, what a what a great interview by, by Romanowski, man. But, man, he, he must forget this is 2021, man. He won't have no one playing the game if we go out and do what he wants us to do. But it sounds good. I'm all for it. I don't know if the NFL is. But, hey, man, our, our keys to the game this week, JT, man, it, like you said, man, this is a big weekend, man. A lot of Raiders, old-timers are in town. We cannot afford to go out there and lay an egg. We can't. And it's all going to fall on the shoulders of number four. Number four is going to direct what this team does, because even when four was down last week, the team was rolling. We didn't have a bad game last week. The, de- the, de- the defense gave up one touchdown, one, and a pick six, mm-hmm. two field goals. So I'm confident in our defense in this game. I'm not worried about Patrick Mahomes. I want to see I want to see the defensive ends get up the field and keep him inside the pocket. And I want to I want to spy watching Mahomes the whole time wherever he goes. And I'm going to disagree with you on one thing, JT. I don't even want to see Carlson on the field. I want seven every time. The only time I want to see him is kicking extra points. That's the best thing for him. Let's just kick extra points and score seven. We score. I think if we kick too many field goals, we won't win this game. We're going to have to score points because you know, you just know the Raiders. Mahomes is going to come out and try to be Mahomes. So I think it's going to be a, 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 a 37-33 Raiders. Yeah. That's what I'm calling. Have a good day. Well, if Thanks. it is that game, if it is that game, then you're going to have to 
take chances. You're going to have to go for it on fourth down. You're going to have to make a lot of decisions. But we have not seen that from Kansas City as of late. We've seen a lot of sloppy games from Kansas City, low-scoring games with turnovers. And the Raiders, in their losses this year, just go look at the box score and look how they've struggled. Both teams have struggled enough this year to show that it could be a low-scoring game. And if it's going to be a low-scoring game, taking the points could be important. You know what I meant by that. I don't want to take points inside the five-yard line, inside the 10. But if it's fourth and eight, or if it's fourth and five, you're not going to run the ball there. You've got to know if you want to go for it. If you're going to go for it, go for it in the red zone, and then potentially Marcus Mariota. We've had some callers call in and ask for Marcus Mariota. Could we see more of him in a unique situation, goal line, or maybe just out of nowhere? I mean, I'm, I'm talking literally midfield, second and two. You bring in a Mariota, and he, and he escapes and gets outside and runs for 30 yards. We've seen that already. Everything's available in the playbook. Everything's available in the playbook, as we said. The monologue brought to you by Modelo, an official cerveza of the Las Vegas Raiders, brewed as a model of what good beer should be. Modelo Especial is a rich, full-flavored Pilsner-style lager, delivering a crisp, refreshing taste. Brewed with the fighting spirit since 1925, and Modelo delivers us Jim Plunkett exactly 24 hours from now, right here on the flagship Raider Nation Radio. I think anytime we have a chance to play home, I alluded to that before, we have a chance to play in our stadium. It's a tremendous venue to play football in. Now we're playing a division game. We're excited for hopefully it'll be loud and it'll be a a pro crowd for Raider Nation. And and, um, anytime you can play at home, we're trying to make our house something special to play in. That's Rich Basaccia, JT, back with you, brought to you by Remy Martin, Team Up for Excellence. I interviewed Coach today uh, for the game. You'll hear that tomorrow. You'll see it Saturday. On the Silver and Black Show, I wanted to get Phil Villapiano on after we just had Bill Romanowski and before we have Eric Allen. Phil, I'm calling this the day of the super defenders. It's like a comic strip movie, and you're the veteran comic strip hero here. First, let's get rid of the game at MetLife, the giant game. You were there. You were active in the parking lot. What was that experience like? Uh, uh, JT, it was it was a game we were supposed to win. You know, yes. that. it was just. It, I'm so heartbroken. I have to put up with all these jerks back here, you know, back east all week long. Uh, you know, uh, beating us. They should never beat us. What a what you know. Well, first of all, you you talked about the parking lot. We'll get back to the game later. The parking lot was like the black hole in Oakland. It was un. Unbelievable! The outfits were out. The nut, the nut, they came out of the woodwork. I could not believe what was going on in the parking lot. We had such a good tailgate. Everything was silver and black. The Giants fans, I, I, it looked like it was 50-50, and everybody was having a ball. Everybody was, you know what I like, Jakey? Everybody was respectful. You know, it, it was, it was, it, it, the radars was going on everywhere. Um, it was beautiful. It was just like it used to be in Oakland. And 
Good. And, and everything went great except for the last drive. You know, let me get into that. Yeah, let me get into that game because my biggest takeaway because the Giants played well against Kansas City and almost beat them. And I just think that the Raiders didn't exert their will on the Giants. It was almost like the Giants said, you're not going over the top. We got the safety over the top. You don't have rugs anymore. You can't expand the field. And I just thought the Raiders didn't take what they wanted the way Al Davis uh, your former mentor would say, we're going to take what we wanted. I just didn't see the aggressiveness in that game. How'd you see it as you were there watching the game? Well, JT, I thought, I thought we did enough to win. You know, every week you can't take it all. You know, and, and I love what you just said. And, yes, Al Davis, would have, we would have taken something, I think. But we did enough. I mean, it, it was – I didn't like the pick six. That was like a lazy pass, you know, and then for a run throw to get, you know, just let the guy come in and bump him out of the way and, and go pick six. We had Waller down the middle. Yes. Easy touchdown pass. You know, I never saw our guy miss a field goal ever. You know, I mean, a, a, a shorty like that. Uh, it just wasn't our day. And I, and I hate to say it, we didn't, yeah. JT, we didn't take anything. And and I thought our defense did, uh, you know, we, we played well enough uh, on defense. Yes. But, but we, you, know, we, you know, we're getting better on defense. I like our defense. And they, and they, showed, a, they showed a lot of heart offensively. Uh, you know, we had, a couple, we had a couple great runs. But, I mean, we got down there. We moved it right down the field. We did what we had to do. And, you know, like Al Davis would just win, baby. We should have just won. And and uh, and got out of and got out of there, and uh, we would have never talked about that game again. But to lose it, ugly man. It cost us big time by losing that game. And yes, and Phil Villapiano's our guest. It. Yep, Phil Villapiano yeah. joins us, writer legend. Phil, let's get on to Kansas City. Uh, Romo said this is a team he's hated more than any team in his career. He played in five Super Bowls, winning four. You won a Super Bowl. The wars that you had with Kansas City are for the ages. What was different in a home Kansas City game or a road Kansas City game that just got your juices flowing? Oh, man. Well, you know, I, JT, my rookie year, Freddie Politnikoff goes across the middle, and he only has – remember, he only wore that one little face uh, – little, yeah. one little – his face mask was just one little bar. Willie Nanier hits a shot right in his nose, and his, the nose went almost to, oh, my God, it almost got ripped off his face, and the blood that was coming out of him. And I'm like, holy mackerel, this is Kansas City. I learned, I learned quick, it's a different level with Kansas City. And then we go back to play them in Kansas City later in the season. So that was in Oakland where Freddie got his nose busted. And then we go back, and Madden grabs me. And, and, and this was the oh, business before, you know, they had the big stadium. And we were on the river somewhere. I forget what, what it was even called. And the, both teams are on the same sideline. And Madden grabs, uh, grabs me and goes, don't you dare walk in front of that bench. And, you know, because who knows? If you walked in front of a, a Chiefs bench, if you were going to get a, you know, if they were going to come out and hit you or something, it was just, 
there was a whole different uh, aura about the Kansas City game, and I I fit in there really quick. I loved it. It was it was no rules. I mean, it was it was a war. And JT, I'll never forget a Len Dawson couldn't couldn't scramble for anything. He comes running out of the pocket, and I come running up on him. And I did this just for fun. I raised my arm like I was going to smash him while he was trying to get to the sideline. I wasn't going to hit him. But the flags came in from everywhere because I raised my arm. And I go back to the sideline. And and John goes, what are you doing? You can't do that. These referees are scared to death when we play these guys. He starts screaming at me. But, oh, my God, it was a a different world when we played the Chiefs. And it usually boils down to Raiders or Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Raiders or Chiefs are going to win the AFC. And it was just a lot of fun to play in those games. If you love, if you love real football, that was real football playing against the Chiefs. The great Phil Villapiano as we wrap it up. Hey, Phil, this is important now. You know, you said the defense is better. Gus Bradley's lining them up better. Uh, last yep. year they lost on Mahomes on that final drive. I was looking back at the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and Romo mentioned Favre outside the pocket, and I thought of Elway, but from your era and an era before you, I think it was Fran Tarkenton, and you ended up beating him in the Super Bowl, but can you make a modern comparison or an old-school comparison, excuse me, to Mahomes when a quarterback you knew was better outside the pocket than he was in the pocket. And I can just think of Tarkenton back in the day when he would run around and scramble and then plant and hit someone downfield. Who was that type of quarterback when you played? Yeah, that, that, that's really a great question. And, uh, you know, back, back in my day, most all quarterbacks had to be pocket, you know, pocket right. quarterbacks. It was almost like you got out of college, forget about running, you know. But the one that scared me the most, and, uh, you know, it brings us back to another rivalry, was Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw mm. could get, get out of that pocket. And he was, you know, he went about 235, 240, and he was 6'4". And when he got running the ball, you know, and got outside the pocket, I'm not saying he was a, anywhere, you know, near like what Mahomes is. But I'm going to tell you, he could get – he was dangerous outside the pocket because he became – a hard runner. And I think we got one of those on our team, and I'd love to see Coach, um, you know, use him more in Mariota. I love when Mariota gets on the film, I mean, gets on the field, and Carr goes out and plays wide receiver, whatever he does, you know. Put that kid on the field, and I think we got a dual threat that no other team has that we could have. I think we should start coming up with a, a whole set of plays just for Mariota and Carr and, and you know, and just drive these defenses crazy. Last one. What are you doing? I played Shadow Creek yesterday, one of the most glorious rounds of my life. You're driving a pebble? What's going on at I'm Pebble going, Beach? I'm going to Pebble. I, I, I hate to say I'm going to miss the Raider game in Vegas, but I'm going to Pebble. There's a tournament called the Legends. And uh, it's a one, a lot of Hall of Famers are, are going, and I'm very happy to be part of that group this week. And it's one, you know, one legend with uh, a, a, a foursome of businessmen. 
I usually, you know, companies. So let's say they're they're going to have 18 companies and 18 legends there, and then we're going to play some uh, Spyglass. We're going to play on oh. uh, Thursday and no Friday, and then we're going to play uh, uh, Spanish Bay on Saturday, and then we're going to Pebble on Sunday. So we've got three great rounds of golf, and uh, and there's some great prizes and great you know football stories to be told this weekend. It's it's a real treat. I used to do this way, way back when, JT. And then all of a sudden, my kids had a – I had to coach my kids, and then I had to go mm. watch them play. I haven't done this in about 20 years, so I'm, I'm excited wow. to be back in the mix. But Have a great time. I will job. be back. Hey, you... JT, I will be back for the rest of every home game that the Raiders play in Vegas. I love that stadium. I heard what the coach said to you. He wants his fans to be nuts. I hope they're out of control and treat the Chiefs like crap, you know, boom, I would have booed and, and cheered for the Raiders, and I want it to be wild in that stadium on Sunday. I will be watching. Take care, Foo. Drive safe. Hit them good. We'll see you soon out here in Vegas. Love you. Thank, thank you, JT. Love you too, man. Go there Raiders. he is. There he is, Phil Villapiano. How great is that? Uh, they show up for me, don't they? They show up for you, the Raider Nation. I had a surprise for you this week. I wanted to get the defenders on, like the Marvel comic defenders for this game. It's all out. It's all out against Kansas City. I need a high level of Raider Nation intensity the way we used to do it back in the day. Jack London Square, a Raider rally in Oakland, in the town, Oak Town. Now we got Vegas. We got to do it here in Vegas. Got to mix in legends and phone calls. I'm pretty wide open the rest of the show here, other than Eric Allen. At the top of the hour, Rick Harrell, the sports professor, are going to join us a little bit later on. We've got a big show lined up for you. Let's jump in. Let's hear from you. And, hey, there's a big event coming up I want to tell you about, Wahoo's Fish Taco. My buddy Todd Parmalee is a vice president there. They put on incredible events. The Wahoo's Fish Taco on Eastern is going to have a great performance coming up. Cover Lane. This Friday at Wahoo's, make your reservation. They're going to be playing your favorite hits from 7 to 10 p.m. This is Golden Pipes, who sings the anthem at the Golden Knight game, and his wife, Cover Lane. They will be performing Wahoo's Fish Tacos, the Eastern location. Please come out. I'm in full support. They're a proud partner of our show, and we want you to come out for a great evening of entertainment. So that's this Friday. 7 to 10 p.m. You can't miss Wahoos. It's right on Eastern. And you can see Cover Lane. If you haven't seen it perform, you will be blown away. You will love it. Wear your Golden Knights gear if you want. Have him sign something for you. He's a great performer, and I can't wait to be out there. 702-365-9200 as we get you rolling here today. Everybody should be fired up. This is a massive game. Let's hear from some Raider fans the rest of the way. And then remember, tomorrow, we've got the great Jim Plunkett on which will be a lot of fun. Spend some time with Jim. And it's Charles Woodson week here as Charles is in town for his Pro Football Hall of Fame ring ceremony halftime of Sunday Night Football.
No, I don't think anyone's been able to quantify Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's been an MVP of the league. He's going to be an MVP candidate every year of his entire career, I'm sure. Um, you know, we've been on the other side of it before when we've had losses and we've had some wins. And so I just know he's a tremendous talent. He has tremendous trust in the players that he has on offense and Hill and Kelsey and just, you know, the ability that he has to make, um, what do you call those, um, throws that he makes. You know, I got a chance to see him actually play in high school when I was with the Cowboys and he did some of the same thing then. So it's an exciting player to watch. Um, so we'll be an exciting player to play against. Rich Passaccia, you'll hear my interview with him tomorrow. He knows all about Mahomes, knows all about him. He's been competing as a coach at other stops along the way from the Chargers to the Cowboys. When we see Mahomes, we know he has the ability to be great and be explosive. I've really never heard a Raider fan ever disrespect Patrick Mahomes, rightfully so. Mahomes is one of the all-time greats, just like John Elway was, and he was in that rivalry. Peyton Manning came to the rivalry. He was great, played in two Super Bowls, and there's been great Raider quarterbacks along the way that those other teams respect. But this kid is going to be in the, it, 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 right in front of the Raiders for 10 more years. They're never going to let him leave. And he's not even, he's in the beginning of his prime, which should be an eight to 10 year prime. He's already won an MVP and played in the Super Bowl twice. So as the Raiders are going to go far if they can beat this guy. And every time the schedule comes out, it says Kansas City. At home at Allegiant Stadium, it has got to be a win. Because you can't expect to beat him in Arrowhead every year. You might catch him every once in a while, but you've got to get him at home. Just like with the Chargers, you got to get the Chargers at home in Denver, and then you hope for the sweep. Antonio in Modesto, you're up next. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. JT, man, enjoyed the interview with uh, with uh, both guys, Romanowski and Phil Villapiano. I think of a AF, AFL classic matchup: Hangstrom, Ben Davison, um, all those all those guys. Phil Villapiano sharing those stories. Um, Roman, I remember that specific play when he when he took out Shannon Sharp. It was a clean, kind of a borderline dirty play. I won't call call him Romanowski dirty, but he. He had him pinned, put him down on the turf, and, uh, and Shannon Sharp was out for the rest of that game. I got the Raiders uh, 38-35, D.C. going for 400, a game-winning field goal by Carlson um, as the clock ticks, like another AFL classic matchup, uh, JT. I can't wait, man. Yeah, it would be nice if you want to put it on uh, Carson's leg to win the game. I'm okay with that. He missed a real easy chippy in that last game. Wow. And that could have really been the difference in that game. Because you never know. It could put more pressure on the Giants. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. But that was unfortunate to see him miss a chippy. Remember, that's why he was initially let go from Minnesota and the Raiders got him because he missed a bunch of easy field goals. Then the Raiders got him and he corrected everything. Adam Schefter reporting. Odell Beckham Jr. to the Rams. Finalizing the deal. Adam Schefter reporting. Here it is. Former Browns wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr. is finalizing a deal with the Los Angeles Rams five minutes ago. Then Adam Schefter just tweeted out, OBJ expected to be an L.A. Ram. So that's good news. It's good news for the Raiders. You don't have to see him in Kansas City, which works fine by me. And the Rams add another weapon with Cooper Cup, who leads the league in receptions and yards and what they have there. That's a nice addition to them. Odell Beckham Jr. gets what he wants. Now, the only thing I'll bring up, because it's important to say this, is he lives in L.A. Okay, he, he, he spends a lot of his time with his Bentley, his Rolls Royce in L.A. 
and he thinks he's a celebrity, and he's a Hollywood guy. So the Rams aren't near Hollywood. They don't play near Hollywood. They play in Inglewood. They don't practice there. The facility isn't there. But believe me, when they have an off night or two, you're going to see that guy. You're going to see him out in Hollywood. And I think that this is a Rams team that is all in, really like no other team that we've seen all in. Man, they don't care about draft picks at all. They'll go out and get anybody. They'll give up compensation. They'll overpay. They'll do whatever they want. For a team to have Odell Beckham Jr., Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, they just added. The L.A. Rams just added Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. in the last week. And that team is all in in L.A., and they know they have to be all in in L.A. So when you look at this and we see what's happening, this is an important move right now. And, and I'm excited that, that he's not a chief. He is not a chief, and that's a huge deal. And what do you think about this? What do you think right now this means going forward? He didn't go to Kansas City. And, and I think Kansas City's at a point right now where if they would have got Odell Beckham Jr., not for this week, but for down the road, that would have been a big deal. Hey, I mentioned Cover Lane at Wahoo's Fish Tacos on Eastern. My good friend Todd's calling in. Todd, big event coming up. Tell us about it here. Who's coming out? Great music on the deck looking back at the Strip and Allegiant Stadium. Hey, JT, thanks for the call in. Uh, yeah, we got Carnell and uh, Lene coming out, uh, who uh, the, the community knows very well for our national anthems, both uh, the United States and Lene handles the Canadian national anthem. And then uh, she also uh, takes care of our Silver, silver Knights. So we got them, their duo, they're amazing. They play at a lot of places around town. We got lucky enough to book them tomorrow night at our Wahoos over on Southeastern, uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Uh, we got some great drink specials, food. We got Vide, our premium canned cocktails, uh, some friends of ours that are um, uh, helping promote this with us. I uh, just got a lot going on. And uh, what better way to have a Friday night on the second uh, floor patio overlooking the strip from East, our Eastern Wahoos location with Cover Lane? Fantastic. And again, we all love them both when they sing the anthem. They are incredible. They are mainstays when they do that. But I haven't heard them together, so I'm looking forward to this. Some originals, some covers, and they're going to get the crowd going on that second deck. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, when I when I heard about them and uh, I got a lot of friends that have gone to see them, um, basically I looked them up on YouTube and I saw what they, they play, their set list and stuff, and I was like, we've got to have them. So make sure you get out here and see what they're all about and uh, – uh, excited to get it going tomorrow night. Todd, finally tell us about all the other Wahoo locations in town all over the valley here, what you do as a proud partner of our show. Yeah, uh, you know, six locations stretched out all around the valley, and, uh, you know, we're just, you know, having a great year this year, and uh, we're learning a lot more about ourselves in today's, uh, you know, sort of conditions of, you know, the, the business that we're in. But uh, people are supporting us, and we're out there in the community. In fact, we're going to be supporting UNLV football this Saturday, uh, catering uh, for their coaches and some of their players. Uh, we've been out all around the community with our taco trailer, and uh, Wahoos is uh, growing in, in the Valley, and we appreciate everybody's support. And uh, we're just – we love being out here in Vegas and Henderson. What time is this again at the Wahoos on Eastern? Cover Lane, tell us one more time, Friday night, what time, when to be there? Cover Lane, 7 to 10 p.m., but we're open 24 hours, baby. You got it. Thanks, Todd. Appreciate it. Todd Parmerly checking in from Wahoos, one of my best friends and proud partner of the show. 
I love their food. I love their food. It's at my house often, especially when my sons are home from college. Their California Baja cuisine. My sons rip through that food, and they love it, and they say, Dad, more, please. And I say, go. Go get it. Go get it. Go to any of the Wahoos. They're proud partners with us right here on Raider Nation Radio. Eric Allen next. Next. 